stuff and watching it on their iPhone. And that's not why we make movies or yeah. why I like going to movies. You're right. You're absolutely right. And actually, the experience of going to the movies, and I know, and so Adam, you grew up here. Uh, you remember in Chicago, there were these unbelievably beautiful movie houses every other block. Incredible. And, absolutely. And, you know, and they're all gone. And going to a movie now, the experience of going, I don't want to sound like an old man, but the experience of going to a movie now is so completely different and, and, and just, you know, kind of anemic. It's true. Uh, 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 I remember you know. seeing lots of cool old movies projected on the big screen at a theater called the Parkway. Oh yeah, Parkway. Clark, uh, it was Clark, Clark, Clark and uh, Clark and Diversity. Yep, and yep. Uh, and uh, the Music Box. Music Box is still running. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, that's they're they're know. they're a great revival house, and also they show art films. They're really beautiful. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, and so I mean, it's it's really a great experience. And going to the drive-in, by the way, that's something that a lot of people have never experienced. A lot of young a lot of young people have never experienced how awesome it is to go to a drive-in. Well, that's one of the things we wanted to show with this movie, too. You know, the, the setup of the movie basically is it's set at the drive-in. It's the last night of the drive-in before they're going to tear it down in the morning. And the owner of the drive-in is showing movies all night, movies till dawn. And so each one of the movies the kids at the drive-in are watching are one of the movies that each of us directors have directed. Right. But what we show at the drive-in is what seeing a movie at a drive-in was, which was a whole experience. You didn't just sit in the theater and, and quietly watch the movie. It, it was a tailgating party meets a movie marathon meets a you know uh, fast food baby fast. making I mean, it was just yeah. a fun party way to see movies <laughs> yeah and it was, it's, it was i mean i went to the drive-in i grew up going to the drive-in and i just i'm so excited now you guys have to be thrilled that this movie is debuting at an all-night movie marathon at a drive-in beyond 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 um belief it's, it's actually it's it's the launch of our um of our chillerama roadshow we actually have the premiere believe it or not this Thursday night in L.A. at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, so we're going to yeah. go from showing it at a cemetery <laughs> on Thursday to at a drive-in on fr Saturday, and then we're going to do um, a roadshow tour of drive-ins and midnight movie theaters for three months, uh, and then it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD on November 29th. Oh, it's that's very unique. That is that's fantastic. So old school. Yeah. Well, we knew we knew going in, this movie could never play multiplexes. Yeah. It's too outrageous, it's too offensive, it's too I mean it's it's very unrated. When I tell you it's unrated, it's it, very unrated. Okay. And so and so we knew going in that when we made this movie it was gonna have to be shown in a creative way. Yeah. And and so the roadshow idea was something we came up with before we even started, you know, figuring out how to get the movie uh, uh, uh Produced, that's you know? great we, we always knew that we were going to do that we always knew we were going to take this movie on the road because you know adam and i and, and joe lynch and adam green we're we're you know we're, in, we're indie you know adam's done the mainstream stuff you know the big stuff like small soldiers and yeah. mouse hunt yeah and you know but he all adam you know also does really cool independent stuff like homo erectus and uh, night at the golden eagle and we've all we all know that when you're an indie filmmaker, every time you make a movie, it's like being in an indie band and you put out your new album and you got a tour behind it. You yeah. got to do the festivals yeah. and the conventions, and and in doing that, we've met we've met our fan base. We've cre we've you know our fan base has come from literally going on the road, and it's been fantastic because That's we correct. have this really really loyal fan base. And now it's like you know a lot of our fan bases are are are, are you know they're all coming together to support Chillerama. That's so it's really cool. That's really cool. All right. Adam, hey, Tim, hang on, okay? Yep, sure. uh, Adam Rifkin and Tim Sullivan, two of the directors of Chillerama. We'll give you more information on that. Check out the midwaydrivein.net. Chillerama will, will be shown there along with a bunch of other horror movies as part of an all-night horror festival at the Midway Drive-In. Adam and Tim, uh, we're going to talk some more with them.
923 on 720 WGN. Nick DeGilio here, and we're talking with Adam Rifkin and Tim Sullivan, two directors uh, who contributed two short films to a movie called Chillerama, which is a horror comedy anthology movie that consists of four little uh, segments, uh, each directed by a different director. Adam Green, Joe Lynch are the other directors, and it is going to be at the Midway Drive-In uh, next Saturday night as part of a road show that uh, Adam and Tim are putting on. Uh, before we get back to Chillerama, Adam, I want to go back to another one of your movies. Yes. Uh, I love the dark backward. Oh, great, man! Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, do, I mean, I, you, you still, you, you got to have some pretty hardcore fans of that sh- of that movie, still, right? Thank God, yes, it's yeah, true, I do. And in fact, that movie is one of the ones that just keeps getting rediscovered, and new fans keep emerging uh, every year. It's great. Well, I mean, you got, I mean, first of all, Judd Nelson's great in it, but the man, my, my 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 man, Bill Paxton. What what <laughs> what can you say about this guy? I mean, Wild, Wild Bill Paxton. Oh my he's, God, he's the best. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was it's just great. I've heard so many great stories about him. I was at the flashback convention. You know, Mike and Mia put that up, and I was at, at the flashback convention just a couple of weeks ago, and Lance Hendrickson was there. Right. And he told me all kinds of stories about when they were making Near Dark and Aliens. So, you know, pretty cool <laughs> Bill, stuff. Bill is one of the greatest, funniest, just genuinely wildest characters you'll ever come across. He's just a he's just a larger than life figure, and, and that's why everybody loves him because yeah. he just exudes this amazing energy. That's awesome. Well, it's a great movie, Dark Backward, if you haven't seen it. And uh, and by the way, the the, the 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 some of the details I just want to mention very quickly. Again, I keep going back to Detroit Rock City, but some of the de- <laughs> some of the details that you nail in that movie, I I absolutely love when uh, Lin Shay is uh, about to put her record on. And you, first of all, you've got that that thing that's that thing with the uh, th- that statue thing that looks like it's raining but had oil. <laughs> yeah, totally. We we specifically it, looked for. One oh of my god! I that brought back every memory I had of the seventies. <laughs> yeah. And then when she's looking for a record, she's got that KTEL record, the Ronco the, record oh, holder. My the god! Holder. Just those details alone, man, you had me. I guess. Well, t- thanks, man. <laughs> that that was one of the funnest parts of making. Um, one of the most fun parts of making that movie was recreating the seventies. Yeah. Because I got to tell you, man, you know, people recreate every era for movies, but there is no more bizarre an era to recreate than the 70s. That's <laughs> yes, absolutely true. It is a weird that, time. Yeah. And people don't realize what goes into stuff. You know, the production designers, uh, Steve Hardy, what an unsung, you know, hero. I mean, when they, you know, that whole scene in the Smiley Mart where, yeah. you know, that was an empty store. Every single product he had to create, he had it from wacky packages to Hustler magazine. They, he, you know, found every single thing from that era. Yeah, every, everything in that store was era uh, uh, specific. I know. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen the movie a bunch of times, and 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 I, rem- you know, I'm I'm 46 years old, so I'm re- I remember the 70s very clearly. Well, I sh- actually some some of it. <laughs> and uh, and boy, you guys really—I'm serious. You know, great job by the production designer, well, great well, job well, by the set decorator, unbelievable stuff. One well, of the greatest great days job. ever was when we actually filmed the Kiss concert because we were so adamant, Adam and I, that we recreate the actual Love Gun concert stage in costumes, <laughs> and yeah. that was just a dream come true for us. That's man. fantastic. All right, guys, hang on because I want to find out about uh, each of your films, and we'll talk about Adam Green's film and Joe Lynch's film too. Okay, so hold on a second. Okay, great. Adam Rifkin and Tim Sullivan are with us, uh, two of the guys who are responsible for Chillerama. Uh, it's going to be so much fun, and you actually can see it at an all-night drive-in fest. Chillerama is an anthology horror comedy movie uh, that consists of four separate stories.
stories. Adam Rifkin did one. Tim Sullivan did one. We're going to find out about their uh, their individual stories as part of Chillerama. And uh, you can see it at the Midway Drive-In. Check out themidwaydrivein.net, themidwaydrivein.net, for the whole schedule, because they're showing a whole bunch of other horror films that night, too. Dusk till dawn. Uh, Chillerama.com, by the way, if you want to follow them uh, online, Chillerama.com. Thirty-six on seven twenty WGN. Nick DeGilio here on a uh, Saturday night, and uh, yeah, and uh, we're talking with uh, Adam Rifkin and Tim Sullivan, two of the directors of uh, an anthology horror comedy called Chillerama. You can check out Chillerama dot com, and uh, it's going to be uh, as part of an all night. Um, uh, horror fest and and the midwest premiere of chillerama will be there chillerama is this anthology film made by four different directors it all takes place at a southern california drive-in during a f- dusk till dawn horror marathon and uh, each f- of the four segments are the movies that people are watching in the movie at the drive-in and uh, adam rifkin and uh, tim sullivan are with us adam and uh, tim welcome back guys Hey. Hello. Hello. Uh, so I, you know, I was looking at the cast list of uh, of, <laughs> of the people that are involved uh, in this. In addition to our buddy Rich Coes, uh, 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 Tim, you got uh, you've got some interesting people in your <laughs> in your uh, in your yes. segment. Yeah. Uh, the the yes. your segment is called "I Was a Teenage Werebear." Yes, it is. And uh, can you can you tell me a little bit about uh, about what this one is? Well, it's kind of like. It's, it's it's some really messed up hybrid of like uh, Grease and Rebel Without a Cause. I was a teenage werewolf, horror party, beach, beach blanket, bingo, Carrie, High School Musical, Lost Boys. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just got a little bit of everything, but it's um, it's it's definitely it's it's and it's a musical. There's five rock and roll dance numbers in it, and um, you know we I wanted to spoof. The sort of teen angst movies, uh, you know, Rebel Without a Cause and uh, all that kind of stuff. And then Adam actually came up with the idea of having it take place on the beach and spoofing the uh, the, the surfer movies, the Roger Corman type surfer movies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, there, there's always been a lot of subtext in those Rebel Without a Cause, you know, about Sal Minio, what really was his relationship to James Dean and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, kind of preferring the guy next door to the girl next door, I always found that subtext to be, you know, front and center for me. Sure. And in a lot of horror films, movies like Frankenstein and King Kong and all that, you know, they're always about people that they become monsters, not because of something that they're evil, but because they're just rejected by society. Right. So, you know, we thought we would have some, you know, say something and, and uh, you know, but at the same time have a lot of fun. And uh, one of my, you know, of course, Lynn Shea from Detroit Rock City yeah. is in it, yeah. and uh, Gabby West, who actually was the winner of Scream Queens, that show I did on VH1. Absolutely, yep, yep. And you're probably referring to a, a young gentleman named Sean Paul Lockhart, who yeah. may be known by some people by his uh, former name of Brent Corrigan. He was a, a the number one adult, a gay adult film star, and he's right. now making his mainstream debut in Chillerama, which is kind of <laughs> groundbreaking. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, now, did you seek him out, Tim? I have been seeking him out for years personally. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Okay. 
But actually, uh, it was funny because, uh, you know, we started off spoofing High School Musical and Zac Efron, and, and Sean Brent is kind of known as the, uh, the uh, Zac Efron of adult porn mm-hmm. and adult film. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine had worked with Sean in a movie called, um, uh, an, um, oh God, an, another gay sequel. And Sean actually, it was a comedy, and Sean was, uh, played a merman. And my friend said, you know, you should check the, Sean out. He really has the chops. He re- he can sing. He can dance. You know, the com- comedic skills. Check him out. Yeah. And at, at first, I was kind of like, wow. I was very grateful to Adam, you know, Green and Joe Lynch and Adam Rifkin, and that they were letting me push the envelope with the theme of my episode. And I thought it may be going a little too far to, you know, but I, we auditioned Sean, and he, you know, he, he was just the best out of about a couple hundred people that oh, that's we saw. Great. That's great. And, you know, Adam, you know, you, you know, I have to say that, you know, I, I, these guys, Adam and everybody else, were behind me all the way. That's know, great. The That's decision. great. That's cool. That sounds great. So I Was a Teenage Werebear is uh, your episode of the, uh, or your, your segment. Adam, tell me about, uh, tell me about yours. Uh, where Tim's is a, uh, an homage to those beach movies of the 1960s, mine is an homage to the Atomic Era giant monster attacks new york movies of the 1950s awesome and mine is about a fertility experiment gone awry uh which um results in a giant sperm attacking (laughs) the city (laughs) we did mention this movie's unrated yeah yeah you might want to keep the kids at home uh I, i i noticed that eric roberts is in your uh Eric Roberts plays General Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to explain what that means at all. Uh, so, uh, so he's in it now. How, um, how, um, how did you get Eric Roberts? He's just—I I, I would imagine he's a fun guy to work with. He's awesome, and uh, we approached him. I actually uh, knew him and his wife. I called them up, and I said, "Look, we're doing this crazy movie." Uh, it's just for the love of, you know, wild and wacky cinema. And uh, I told him the idea, Giant Sperm Attacks New York, and I need, you know, I need a guy like Eric to play General yeah, Bukaki, yeah. and he said, I'm in. Oh, that's, said, that's all it took. In. That's all it took, huh? That's awesome. Well, it sounds great, you guys. To, I just have to say one thing. Adam is—he's always shy about this, but Adam actually is the uh, guy who has the virility experiment that goes around. Oh, is and, that right? And he is—you know—people who, who just know Adam as a director are in for a real treat because Adam, I got to tell you. <laughs> I can't stop laughing every time I see you in yeah. this movie. He's a revelation. He's just fantastic. There you go. All right. That's great. All right. Chillerama will be at the uh, Midway Drive-In a week from tonight. And you're part of uh, another one of your movies is being shown there, Tim. Yeah, this is very exciting. I, uh, um, we're showing 2001 Maniacs. There is one 35-millimeter print in existence, and I own it. And this, they asked if we could ship it out, and we are. And this is amazing because this is the first time that that film is playing at a drive-in. So oh, it's a that's very so rare cool. chance to see it. Yeah, it's a very rare chance to see it. And uh, I think we're also playing w- with what, Adam? The Howling and the Blood ho- Diner. The Howling and Blood Diner. So it's yeah. Chillerama at 8. Yeah, your film, Tim, 2001 Maniacs with Robert England at 10.30. The Howling at approximately 12.30. And The Howling, please. What, a, what an amazing movie. Amazing. Adam, you've had, the, you've had the, the luxury of working with Joe Dante. I've worked with Joe Dante a couple different times on a couple different things. He's the greatest guy, and he's a walking encyclopedia yep. of movies, and he's just uh, really, really cool. He's a, 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 a criminally underrated director. Very true. Uh, yeah, Very true. and uh, Blood Diner at about 3 a.m. So that's, that's the schedule. You can check out themidwaydrivein.net. 
and uh, Chillerama will be playing at the Midway Drive-In. And uh, now, are you guys going to are you going to you going to try and get into the city into Chicago on your three month tour? Uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, we're we're adding dates all the time. Yeah. You know? So so you, we have a schedule of our dates on Chillerama.com right now. You know now. what you should do, Adam? Hmm. Get a hold of the people at the Music Box. That's a great idea. Uh, get a hold yeah. of the people at the Music Box, man, because that would be a beautiful place to see this movie. That's a fact. Yeah, you'll be there for a couple of days, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to be in Chicago for a few days after the screening, so I'll do that. Yeah, do that. And then uh, in, in the other theater that you want might want to look up, Adam, you want to mark it down is uh, the Portage Theater. Portage Theater. Portage great. Theater is on Milwaukee in Chicago. It was closed down for a long time. They they you know they threw a wall down the middle, turned it into two cinemas. Mm-hmm. They knocked the wall down, remodeled it, and now it's like got like uh, you know like twelve hundred seats, and it's oh great yeah, and it's a nice big neighborhood theater with a great marquee. So exactly. those would be those would be two great places I think for you to show Chillerama. Great idea, great yeah. idea. All right, you hey, guys. You know, we should we should say real quick what the other two uh, movies are about. Oh yeah, uh, quick, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Let me, let me just tell you that Adam Green's is uh, a, a an homage to the Universal monster movies of the 1930s, and his is uh, called The Diary of Anne Frankenstein. <laughs> and it stars Joel David Moore as Adolf Hitler, and, it, and it's hilarious. Okay. And, Kane, and, and Kane Hodder, uh, better known as Jason from the Friday the 13th movies, just, has his creation, Meshuggah. And yeah. yeah, just just saw Kane a couple of weeks ago at the uh, at the flashback convention. So Perfect. Exactly. And, then, and Joe Lynch's? Joe Lynch's is called Zombie Movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, but it's spelled Get it, zombie, zombie movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh, it is a uh, homage to '80s zombie movies that we love. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. And by the way, Adam Green uh, made a made a made a film a couple of years ago called Frozen. Great. Yeah. Oh my god. Great movie. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen, you guys. This is right. I, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm on the air next Saturday night. But if you get in town to, to you know to the music box of the Portage, man, let's work something out. Maybe I can like introduce you guys, or we can host it or something. Would love to. Yeah. So let let me get let me make sure I got all your connections and uh, all your phone numbers and stuff. Leave with my producer. Is that cool? Sure. We will give them to you over the air so everybody can have our (laughs) (laughs) personal. Yeah. You don't want that. My listeners will call you drunk at two o'clock in the morning. You don't want that. Uh, Adam, Tim, a real pleasure. Congratulations, and I hope you guys have a, a a sellout next Saturday. Thanks so Thank much. You, All right, man. You guys, Thank you, man. Take care. Much. Absolutely. Adam Rifkin, Tim Sullivan, two of the directors of Chillerama. Uh, a great salute to the older films, uh, the older horror movies. Uh, four separate horror anthology films, all connected by a story about a drive-in that's closing down, and it's going to be playing at a drive-in. How cool is that? Uh, so go to the midwaydrivein.net to check out the information. Midway Drive-In is in Sterling, Illinois. Uh, there's directions, all kinds of cool stuff there. They've got a great diner there, great food, concessions. Very, very cool. Chillerama at 8 o'clock, 2001 Maniacs at 10.30, The Howling at 12.30, and Blood Diner at around 3 o'clock. It's an old-school, old-fashioned horror-thon at the Midway Drive-In, which featuring the Midwest premiere of what is going to certainly be a very outrageous and very fun movie called Chillerama. Chillerama.com is the website, and uh, looking forward to this event, and hopefully they'll get it into the city. That would be awesome. All right, Nick DeGilio on WGN. 720.